Welcome to Live Well Anyway. I'm your host, Mackenzie Coppa, and on this podcast, we focus on wellness, beauty, style, planning, and life. Basically, life is messy, and here we learn to live well anyway. So join me on this journey as we figure it out together. And just to get us started, I'll go first. And today, we are actually featuring a conversation that I had on about a year ago with my massage therapist, Hannah Thompson. Now, you may be wondering, why am I repeating this episode just a year later? Well, there's a few reasons reasons for it. First of all, I just got to see Hannah again this past week. A very good friend of mine gifted me a massage with Hannah so I could get back in there because I've been having all kinds of issues with my neck and different things for a good long time now. And so she so graciously gifted me a massage with Hannah for Christmas and I was just finally able to get it. And so getting to meet back up with Hannah again and experiencing her healing hands and everything that she has to offer in the massage space, I just thought, you know what, I really want to feature this idea again because I think that we get in our heads that a massage is just purely a luxury and something that isn't really healthful, it just feels good. But the way that Hannah is able to pinpoint what is actually going on with the fascia and the musculature and the lymphatic system of your body is so profound. And the ability that massage has to be able to help us to detox and work things out of our muscles that are even things that our muscles have held onto from trauma. And there's just so many things that I think massage is helpful with. And I wanted to kind of bring that to the surface again, reignite that conversation. Even I noticed that that day that I had the massage, I was a little bit more emotional and and I could definitely feel things kind of working themselves out in my body. And it reminded me of just how powerful getting in there and needing those things and breaking that stuff up in our bodies can be. And I've been focused on some light detox lately and kind of like getting those things out of my system. And I think massage is so powerful to help with that. So I really wanted to have this conversation on again to highlight that. But I also wanted to feature Hannah again because, you know, it's been a rough couple of years for people in industries that are very like one-on-one in each other's spaces. And Hannah is so amazing at what she does. And I thought, well, if this is a way for me to also be able to support her and help bring her talents and gifts to my audience again and remind them how amazing she is. And so if you are local, if you are in the Eastern Washington or Northern Idaho area, I just want to say, get a massage from Hannah. Get an appointment with her. You can find her on Facebook at Hannah's Two Hands. Of course, we will also have links to all the ways that you can connect with her in the show notes. But she is just so good at what she does. I've seen a few different massage therapists over the years, and I don't think that any of them have been as powerful and targeted and have that just gift of massage to really be able to understand what is going on with your body and what your body needs. And she's got like the warmest, most like energy filled hands on the planet. They are just a true gift. She has recently moved her studio to a different location and I just feel like she is really doing a great job and I wanted to support her. So check out this episode with Hannah. 
See if a massage might be in your future. Hey, Valentine's is just a couple of weeks away. Maybe you can ask for one as a little gift for Valentine's. You know, I just think it would be a really great way to be able to help yourself and to help support local business. So without further ado, here is this episode all about bodywork and massage with Hannah Thompson. Welcome, Hannah. No, thank you, Mackenzie. Hi. I am so excited to have you on today because we're we've been doing a lot more wellness conversations on the podcast. And this is one that the last time I saw you, I just thought, you know what? You have such a great story. And we have kind of such a fun like background connection that we didn't even know before I came to you. And right. so I just thought, you know, this would be a really, I think, intriguing discussion to have on the podcast and dive into a little bit more. And so would you just go ahead and introduce yourself and tell who you are and what you do? Sure. My name is Hannah Thompson. I'm a licensed massage therapist. I have been doing massage going on 12 years now, and I'm a mother of three daughters. And we, so my friend Shell, who's been on the podcast before as well, she's the one who referred me to you, but then come to find out I've actually known your sister for years and years and years. We trained to be doulas together back in the day. And that was such a fun connection to me. And as soon as I realized that I was like, oh, well, of course I'm going to like you. I love yeah. your sister. And yeah. so it was really fun to, to make that connection and, and know your sister's investment and level of um, just really diving into the things that she does. I knew that you would be very good and serious about what you do. And I have found that to be the case. I was so, I mean, I've been to different massage therapists over the years and I, there's something different about the way that you do it that I feel like is very intuitive and well-informed. And so I just want to be able to dive into that today and even kind of start with your backstory of how you even got into it, because I know that's a really interesting story. So would you just kind of say like how, how you even decided, oh, well, that's something I want to do. Well, so I started off looking at massage because I was a new single mother. I had a young child, a young little baby. And I was really um, just kind of looking at my options for what I could do to earn money and support myself as a single mom. And the most attractive thing about massage was that I knew I could always create my own schedule and be a mom first. And my dear, gracious, generous mother said, hey, if you want to try it, I'll put you through school. And I just couldn't turn down that opportunity. Yeah. And um I like to participate in Native American ceremonies and a Lakota elder, actually, we were sitting around a fire one night um, and he took my hands in his hands and he just said, yeah, your hands are going to chase away demons. And that was just really something. And um, I really get a profound joy out of helping people. Mm-hmm. And massage is a tangible way that I can help people in their bodies, in their minds, uh, and just help them in their day-to-day life like that. And it's been really rewarding and satisfying. Yeah. I mean, it's an incredibly intimate 
job. I kind of had to laugh because the second time that I came and saw you, I had gotten up from the table because I had taken off my mask while I was laying face down. I'd gotten up from the table and I didn't have my mask back on yet. And you know, you don't, sometimes you don't think about it. And then I kind of had that panic moment of, oh, I'm sorry, I don't have my mask on. And you made the comment like, oh, it's good to see your face. <laughs> Yeah, it was like, oh, how weird. Like we've been in this position where you've like massaged my whole body twice now. You don't even know what I look like. Like what a weird yeah. world we're living in right now. Right. But you, I think that, I mean, it is, I think a lot of people think of massage and they're just like, oh, that's a luxury. You know, so many people, when they think of self-care, they think of like, oh, going to the spa. And like, isn't that just like, it's just a splurge. But for me personally, I found in massage that it's it's something much bigger than that. I mean, I think there are so many health benefits to it. I, I love the talking aspect of it because you kind of are in this vulnerable position. And so you talk through things that, I don't know, it just, I'm, talking helps me to process my life. And so I think it's kind of like combining both of them together. But I mean, obviously you're a practitioner, you know about this. Would you speak to just the health benefits that there are to massage and it not just being a luxury thing to do for yourself? Yeah. Um, so, you know, we live in a really fast paced world, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody's busy, running around, doing errands, working hard. If you're raising children, you're distracted all the time, juggling plates in the air like a Chinese acrobat. <laughs> I think one of my favorite aspects, because I receive massage regularly also, is that you get this moment where you have stillness and somebody is touching your body and bringing awareness to your physical being. And a lot of us don't really check in with our bodies on a regular basis. Yeah, You know, some people, a, a majority of people will say, wow, I didn't know that was sore there. Yeah. Oh, wow. What is that? You know, there's this, um, there's this ability when we're so busy in our minds and rushing throughout our day that we ignore this vessel that carries us through our human experience. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I have this, I have this knowledge and understanding of our human bodies where it's uh, physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, they all overlap. Mm -hmm. So people often ask me if I do, if I do energy work and no, it's not my focus, but when I'm touching your body, I am touching your energy. Mm -hmm. So I do in a sense, touch your, touch your energetic field. And it's, um, it's just a really good reset to kind of look at your look at your body, feel your body. And then, you know, you were saying the talking happens and I, as a practitioner, I'm pretty sensitive to that. I usually um, take my cues from the clients, mm -hmm. but the whole idea of issues in the tissues is a very real thing. You know, people yeah. will be silent for 20 minutes and then all of a sudden they're talking about something. And I usually am listening. And then if I'm prompted with a question or something, it kind of comes up that way, but it really does release some things that our muscles hold, mm -hmm. be it memories or a situation somebody is currently um, experiencing or going through in their um, immediate daily life. So it's, it's, a, it's a really cool job. I got to say. Yeah. I mean, you're kind of like a therapist as well as a massage therapist. Yeah. And sometimes I wonder if I should get credentialed to become <laughs> a counselor. 
but then there'd be all sorts of blurred boundaries. So yeah, I'm happy in how I approach it. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that, I mean, just what you're speaking to, I think is something that has become so um, profoundly obvious to me over the past three and a half years is there were points through the process that I've been through since leaving my marriage and all of that, that I couldn't deny the effects that stress and emotions and all of that were having on my body, that they were not separate. They are completely intertwined. One affects the other. Absolutely. Like there's, there's no way to divide the two. And I think in our Western culture, we, a lot of times we're so used to just like medicating something and not looking to the root cause of things that we forget how much it all plays together. Like you were saying, the, the emotions, the spiritual state, the mental state, like all of it goes together. And we have to look at all of it when we are considering our health to really be able to make strides forward and heal things. Right. All right, ladies. So I love my morning drink. I love being able to sip on something that is warm and comforting, but I also really like when my morning drink is giving me a good hit of something. Like it's not just for the flavor or the caffeine, which I'm actually not even a big fan of because my body reacts crazy to caffeine and I get all jittery and it just doesn't feel good in my body. But I like when I can actually feel like, oh, I just did something for myself by drinking my morning drink. And that is exactly the feeling I have when I drink Rasa. They are a brand new sponsor of the podcast, but I've actually had my eye on this company for a while because I've been so intrigued about their drinks. Rasa is an adaptogenic coffee alternative with an incredible selection of blends that you have to try. They have so many different things. I was sent all of them to be able to try and I have been absolutely loving it. Something that I really love about Rasa is that instead of caffeine, Rasa energizes from herbs and uses 15 adaptogenic adaptogens and six mushrooms across their blends. That is so cool because adaptogens actually work with your body to give your body what it needs. Plus, I know that I'm helping to boost my immune system and so many other things. They offer 10 awesome blends like cacao, which is delicious, bold, calm, and welderberry, which actually has elderberries in it. And they even have an AIP-friendly version of the original. Each blend is formulated by clinical herbalists, so what you're drinking can actually be used in place of any adaptogens that you're taking in pill form. It is that level of supplementation that you are getting with this drink. And they can support decreased stress, better sleep, and energy throughout the day. I can attest to all of these. I'm absolutely loving drinking Rasa every day. Their creme de la creamer and their fluff stuff are like my all-time favorite. Plus, you guys, even more, Rasa sustainably sources their ingredients and buys fair trade or direct trade. I love this company. So I'm just telling you, you have to try Rasa. They even have an online quiz so you can easily find the perfect blend just for you. Right now, I have an awesome deal to get you started. 20% off your first purchase. Just go to wearerasa.com and use my special promo code livewell20. That's promo code livewell20 for 20% off at wearerasa.com. That's R-A-S-A. And I just want to thank Rasa for creating an awesome product and sponsoring Livewell anyway. Yeah, I mean, when I'm massaging somebody, I'm actually addressing their adrenal glands, pituitary, thyroid, 
through relaxation and release of tension in the body. Mm-hmm. Stress is, I think, one of the most ignored components of um, detriment to our body, to our physical health, and to our mental health. Mm-hmm. So while massage is very relaxing and feels wonderful, there are actually many, I mean, I remember the first day in massage school, she had us, as there were six or seven other students in my class, she had us list a hundred benefits of massage. And we came up with many, many more. There, wow. it is, it is a, um, a highly overlooked way of self-care. That is for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I, I have gotten to this point, especially I think because I have more like skeletal issues too. I have a significant amount of stress and I have like scoliosis and everything. And I have realized like, at the, I don't know if it's the age I am or whatever, that I can't take for granted that this is something that I really need more than want in order to even just be able to operate well, because as much as the emotions and the mental state affect my body, also when I'm in pain from my neck being out of whack or whatever, then that also causes me more stress. You know, it's so cyclical what happens with our bodies and our mental state. Absolutely. And so going to you, I was so impressed because I've been to, you know, various practitioners and some of them just do they go through the motions they know what they're doing they know the process that they go through and so that's what they do when I saw you I could tell you were in tune to my body that you were you could pick out the places that I was carrying more stress or having more pain and I mean that is such an amazing intuitive ability like how did you learn that or get there or what allows you to be good at that? So I, I have an understanding that every body is different. Everybody has a different job, a different uh, daily motion they're using with their body. And so I really make it a point. I'm very conscientious of that when I'm going in to see a new client or a new person um, that, hey, I just need to be really in tune to this person's body because really we all carry it differently. We all have different shapes. We all have different um, careers and some of us are athletes and some of us um, don't move enough Mm -hmm. and that all manifests differently in a body. And I think because I've been doing it for so long now, it's just a lot easier for me to get a sense of that. I get a lot of massage practitioners who want to learn my quote unquote system or my quote unquote routine, but I don't have one because Mm -hmm. then I'm just, then my massage would become concrete and it would become boxed in. And that's not, that's not practical when you're dealing with a living, constantly changing organism. I mean, I've been seeing some clients for 10 or 11 years and their bodies have changed over time. Mm-hmm. If I was still doing the same massage routine or system that I started on them, I wouldn't be an effective therapist. Yeah. This awareness of, hey, this is a, you know, for example, like a metaphor of a tree, a tree that you plant isn't the same tree that's five years old. Mm-hmm. I have to meet that body where it's at. Yeah. I can't just have a set system. 
I think that's so important. I think it's, it can be applied to so many other areas of our lives as well, because I think a lot of us look to self-help books and, you know, podcasts and everything that are going to tell you, well, this is how you do it. But our lives are constantly changing. Our bodies are constantly changing. We can rely on principles. I mean, you have the foundational knowledge of how to do massage. That is important, but it's different to just rely on the knowledge that you have and then adapt to the situation than to just, like you're saying, follow this very concrete set of a routine that it needs, it necessitates change over time. Yes. And I'm so thankful to, um, actually the department of health, because we have to have 24 continuing education units every two years Mm. and thankful for that to be in place because I think it would be really easy to become stagnant, um, complacent in our approach. And, you know, I, I think that because of my continuing education in different areas of massage, it has kept my passion for body work alive. And it does give me different tools and different ways to address issues and different body types. Yeah. What are some of those continuing education classes that you have done? Let's see. My most recent favorite modality that I have started studying is Thai Ashiatsu yoga massage. Mm -hmm. So that's a modality where um, somebody, let's see, how do I explain this? First well, you off, get very involved with each other's bodies. Like There's a lot of stretching and that sort of thing involved. Yeah. The first thing that's very different is you're not on a table. You're mm-hmm. on a mat on the floor. Uh, the, you stay fully clothed as the recipient of the massage work. And as the practitioner, I get to use my knees and feet and I get to put the person into stretches, passive stretches. And, um, it's very active and I love to receive it and I love to give it. And it really, um, I started learning it around year eight of my Mm -hmm. massage career. And it really just reignited my passion for body work big time because it was so different and it gave me things that I could, um, what's the word I could, oh gosh, maybe you could help me out. I adapt. I could adapt for, for table work. Sure. So yeah. it gave me a whole new toolbox to work with. Yeah, that's, I have had one of those massages and it was so different. You know, I went in like not really knowing what to expect, but it, yeah, it's, it's a different kind of um, involvement with the massage therapist for sure. And, yeah. but it was so good and so helpful to my body in a totally different way than just a standard massage would be. Yes. Yeah. And. I actually, um, I hadn't experienced it before until I was laying down. I worked down at the main touch in, in downtown Spokane and a fellow massage therapist there practiced it. And I was like, Oh, I'm curious. I really want to experience that. And the moment she started working on me, I was like, Oh my gosh, I have to learn this. Yeah. Because so effective. And it felt so good on my body. And it actually took me about a year or two of begging her to teach <laughs> for her to, um, to agree to teach me. And I'm so thankful to her because it's really awesome journey for me. Do you do a lot of that interplay with other massage therapists where you guys learn things from each other and teach things to each other? Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's over, I, I last, last I heard there's over 12,000 massage therapists in Spokane. Whoa. Every 
three months, I try somebody brand new. I usually don't tell them that I'm a massage therapist because for yeah. whatever reason, get a little nervous around each other or something. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, then it's it just changes. So I usually don't tell them I'm a massage therapist. But if they have techniques that I've never experienced before, I usually take notes. And then uh, after the massage is over, I ask them if they'd be willing to share more with me. And I make a lot of connections that way. And I'm really thankful for the community of massage therapists here in Spokane. We're wonderful people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. What a cool way to like partner with other people. I think that it can be very easy to get competitive when you're in the same profession, but when you can come at it from that place of like, we're all bettering each other and learning from each other, that's, a, I think a much more powerful place to be. Absolutely. And you know, cause everybody has different tastes. Mm-hmm. What, what you, I mean, I'm so flattered that you love my body work, but some people might be like, oh no, I, I think I like this person's better. You know, our tools work differently for other people. Yeah. So I try not to ever be competitive about it because there's a lot of people here and, uh, the people who need my body work will come to me and will stay with me. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, you do have to kind of search around until you find the kind of massage therapist that you like and works for you. I mean, I've had, I like a massage where I feel like some, they're getting something done. (laughs) Like, it's not just like for the fun of it. Like I want to come out of there feeling like that was beneficial, therapeutic, you know, and there are some people who just like a very light massage, but then I've also had a massage that was so deep and so detoxifying that I was sick for three days afterward. And that was a a big like red light to me, like, oh my gosh, I must be doing worse than I think I am. But I think that is another part of your intuitiveness and the way that you work on someone. You seem to know that boundary line between pushing it too far. How do you figure that out? Oh gosh. Um, So as I was saying before, I kind of take my speaking cues from my, from my clients. Mm -hmm. I've not talk very much because I have to be in my hands. I have to be very aware of the body's response to my touch in my hands. If I'm talking too much, I can't really feel the slight ways that the body might be resisting me. Mm -hmm. And when a body resisting, that usually means the, the, the touch is too much. Mm -hmm. I also, um, (laughs) you know, people thankfully have their uh, eyes closed when they're face up, but I'm usually staring people down when they're, face <laughs> up. I'm, watching, I'm watching for every little twitch of the eye or around the mouth. Cause it's a really interesting thing. Even though I ask my clients, especially my new ones, like, Hey, this needs to be an open communication. If you, if you need more pressure or if I'm doing too much, please let me know. Mm-hmm. But some people still just insist on like that idea of, uh, no pain, no gain, which I do not subscribe to at all. Mm-hmm. Um, if your body is resisting me, I am doing harm, not mm. any beneficial, but some people really want that feeling. Yeah. But there's a, there's a way I can sink into the tissues and go so low and slow that people aren't even aware when I'm to the bone. Yeah. That's, wow. that's a, that's a common technique that I use. It's a fascial method where I am actually melting the fascia to get through the muscles to the bone where I can do that really deep work and it doesn't have to hurt. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
That's so interesting. Fascinating topic. I could probably talk about fashion for way too long. (laughs) Well, it's interesting because this is something that came up in my episode last week when I was talking to Jackie Van Ruler about gua sha. And she was saying, you know, our faces are one of the things that we stretch the least. And so we get so much buildup of lymphatic, you know, drainage that should be draining out of our faces, but because the fascia becomes so stagnant and like built up that it it doesn't drain properly. And so we really have to kind of like break through that in order to get our faces working properly and to have our skin be vibrant and to, you know, help fight aging and all of those kinds of things. And so I think that just that topic is so interesting for what breaking up that fascia does to our bodies. Yeah, it's it's an incredible thing. It really is. I mean, the scientists over the past 10 years have learned more about the body through fascia. It's kind of a, a new area in the medical field because for so long, fascia is what the doctors were cutting away to get to things. Mm-hmm. But it's organizing structure of the body. It coats every tendon, every bone. It organizes all of our muscle groups. It's innervated. It holds water. It's a really cool substance. Yeah. And so you feel like that's one of the the biggest things about massage, that it's working on that part of our bodies, even more so than the muscle and that sort of thing? Absolutely. I learned in my training that 80% of our adhesions or our knots actually occur in the fascia, not in the muscle. Hmm. So while it feels good to have the muscles rubbed and those things addressed, it doesn't actually bring any lasting relief. Hmm. It's not as effective at bringing the relief. And um, so, yeah, I, you know, I am not here to knock relaxation massage at all. It's, there's a place. And if that's what you're looking for, more power to you. But if you have chronic headaches or poor posture or a a chronic issue in your body, if you're not addressing fascia, that's not really going to go away, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed that for me, like, sometimes something will go out of my neck or my back, because I think probably more so because of the scoliosis that I have. And probably also the the job that I have where I'm sitting over a computer and those kinds of things. And I will go get chiropractic care to put things back, but I found that it's much less effective if I'm not also pairing it with massage and working uh, because it's just, it's so easy for my body to pull whatever was out of place, just right back out of place. If I'm not working on the the outside issues beyond my spine. Right. Well, I mean, muscles are what make your skeleton a moving operable thing mm-hmm. so if you have tension in certain muscles yeah that 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 area is just going to get pulled out of alignment real yeah. quick if you're pressing the muscle and the fascia around it also All right, ladies, we all know we're all pretty different, right? We have different bodies, we have different hair, and there's no one-size-fits-all solution when it comes to hair care. A product that works wonders for curls might make straight hair limp and greasy. I know personally, I have very thick, but very straight, heavy hair. I struggle with volume and oiliness. If you have been following my journey to try to be cutting back on shampooing and like helping my hair to be more healthy in that way, 
it has been a process and it's been rather frustrating. But thanks to my personalized pros routine, I can honestly say that I've never been more in love with my hair and I love how I see it transforming. Pros makes custom hair care that's effective because it's personal. Using natural ingredients with proven results, Pros customizes every product in your routine from shampoo to supplements. They even put your name on the bottle. First, Pros starts by asking about you as a person with their in-depth consultation. Pros asked me really unexpected things like what my eating habits are like and what my zip code is, stuff that you don't normally think is going to have an effect on your hair. But they really got in there. They asked about the damage level and how I exercise and all that kind of thing so they could take everything into account when they were going to create the perfect product for me. Next, Pros analyzed all my answers and determined what unique blend of ingredients should be in every product of my custom routine. Together, Pros got all my hair goals covered. For me, my favorite product with Pros so far has been the shampoo, especially because I was really trying to manage that oiliness, and I love that Pros has created shampoo that is helping me to get that all under control so that I can have the most healthy hair that I've ever had and be able to extend those times between washings. I absolutely love that. And as a carbon neutral certified B Corp, Pros is an industry leader in clean and responsible beauty. All their ingredients are sustainable sustainably sourced, ethically gathered, and cruelty-free. They're also the first custom beauty brand to go carbon neutral. That is pretty cool. And if you're not 100% positive Pros is the best hair care you've ever had, they will take the products back, no questions asked. Pros is the healthy hair regimen with your name all over it. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros.com slash live well. That's pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash live well for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off. And I just want to thank pros for my healthy hair and sponsoring live well anyway. So with that also, and the breaking up of the fascia and doing all of that, there is quite a bit of detox that happens through massage. Yeah. How do you go ahead? I often issue the challenge after somebody receives a, a massage that is pure fascial work to drink half their body weight in ounces. Wow. So if you're, if you're 160 pounds, you need to be drinking 80 ounces of water. And actually, most of us should be doing that every day. Yeah. <laughs> but I find so many of us don't drink enough water anyway. I mean, we're talking water, not tea, not coffee, not juice, not soda pop, water. Yeah. In addition to all those fluids, you need to be flushing with water. Mm-hmm. I mean, fascia is nothing but a spider web that is transmitting drops of fluid so that your muscles can glide. Can There's- you tell if somebody is getting enough water or not? Like, does it make a difference to your massage? Absolutely. Absolutely. The first sign, um, the first clue to me that somebody is not drinking enough water is my lotion disappears. Oh, on. And in the, you know, in the winter months, it's, you know, we always think of summer as being a time when you need to hydrate, but the winters, especially here in Spokane, because mm-hmm. we're a desert, it's really dry, cold. Yeah. And so not, you know, your skin is the first sign if you're hydrated or not. So if my lotion is disappearing and I'm having to reapply and reapply when I'm starting on a leg or something, it's a clear sign to me. And that's when I'll usually remind a client like, Hey, are you drinking enough water? Don't forget. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah, I do. And then there's a certain tackiness that happens in the tissues. 
where um, they just don't, the tissues don't glide. It's, it's a hard, it's a hard sensation to describe. Yeah. Word. I tough. think it's so good that, I mean, we hear about, you should be drinking more water all the time, but then hearing it from the perspective of somebody who lays hands on bodies and like physically feels the differences that happen in our bodies. That's, I think that's compelling, <laughs> compelling advice for needing to drink more water. Yes, it is. I mean, I think it's kind of a massage therapist joke about water, you know, every, what's the solution? Drink water. Drink yeah. more water. <laughs> That's funny. It makes me yeah. want to go get some water right now. <laughs> like, I need to get up on that. It's definitely yeah. not enough of that happening. So yeah. I know that in massage that I've had with you, you've also pointed out like reflexology spots. Mm -hmm. And I talked, I mean, I've, I've been aware of reflexology in the feet for a long time, but, um, I just recently, like I said, having uh, Jackie Van Ruler on last week, talking about reflexology in the face, that was something I'd never even thought about. Like, oh, there's points like all over your body not just your feet that correlate to other points in your body. So would right. you just talk about reflexology for a little bit? Sure. I don't have as much training in that field. Um, I primarily uh, know about it through the feet. Mm -hmm. But my understanding is that a corresponding body part, if there's a lack of blood flow and a lot of tension, what happens is with that blood constriction in the corresponding areas in the foot, uric acid crystals actually build up. And so foot reflexology um, how I practice it is I go in there and I'm breaking up uric acid crystals to treat the issue from that end of things to get circulation going. So be it the diaphragm or sinuses or shoulder or the sciatic nerve, you can actually feel, you know, you're not supposed to address it with oil or lotion because you need the, the stick of the dry skin. Mm -hmm. You can feel the little crunchies in there and then I break them up and that helps more flow go into that corresponding area. That's so interesting and such a a concrete way of saying it without just being like it's energy and like whatever because I've well, I, I've heard that before but to hear like oh there's actually like a reason that these uric acid or what did you call it uric acid crystals. Uric, okay, uric acid crystals build up and it's so funny, you know, I remember I was I went to musical theater camp every year when I was younger and there was this girl who she would give the most amazing foot massages and she would talk about, well there's crystals in your feet. And I'm always like, what what is that? But then hearing you explain it, it's like, oh, that's what that crunchy stuff is in your feet that needs to be broken up. Yeah. And guess what? You should drink a lot of water after. Yeah. <laughs> broken up <laughs> before and after or and after that's right and so I mean I it definitely was the case with me because I was sort of amazed when you would you would ask me questions as you were working on my feet is this bothering you like this part of your body and it was like well yeah how how did you know that but I guess it's because that's where it correlates in your feet that you could feel that yeah it's um pretty neat when you've been studying massage for you know, five plus years, if you're really delving into other modalities, you can really see a lot of the overlapping. I'm starting to learn more about meridians because of the Thai massage. Mm -hmm. And to me, kind of line up with the foot reflexology. So it's like these yeah. energy channels or these, you know, if you think of them as straws or whatever, I think energy, we tend to think of it 
I don't know, for myself, when I think of energy, I think of invisibility for some reason. Yeah. Energy can be very visible and very tangible. And um, if you free up one end of that tube, the other end is going to be flooded with more, let's say, blood energy. So Mm -hmm. that's going to break up that area and free it up. I mean, it's just, it's really incredible that something as um, it seems like it's so far away from the neck and shoulders, but to treat the the neck and shoulders through the feet, it's Mm -hmm. effective. I've actually been treating my own sinuses with my feet for years now because of massage school and the experience, the first experience I had receiving foot reflexology. Wow. I need to work on my feet more because my sinuses are an issue. Yeah. I mean, for all of us, Netflix watchers or, you know, who doesn't like to sit on the couch and relax, uh, something as simple as lacing your fingers through your toes Hmm. and doing small circles that is treating your inner ear, outer ear, your sinuses. It's pretty cool. And if you have Pinterest, which who doesn't love Pinterest, Yeah, (laughs) really cool pictographs for foot reflexology and ways to treat the entire body through your feet. Wow. And I think yeah. I even saw in an algorithm ad or something, um, socks that they're making now, which is silly because you can't really work on your feet through the socks, but sure. it kind of gives you a map of the foot reflexology right oh, there. In the, that's in that a very helpful tool. Yeah. yeah. How yeah. interesting. So this is something kind of, again, pertaining to the pandemic, but I'm just curious. I mean, we've all been pretty isolated over the past year and we know that touch from other humans is, is a huge, you know, healing thing for us. And it's, it's a connection that is important. And I think has maybe been a little bit harder to come by in some ways in the past year. Have you seen that play out in your practice? Yeah, I'm actually um, seeing a lot of new people in the past year, A, because uh, as therapists are, and if you're in a, in a big clinic or anything, your numbers are kind of limited to how many people you can see. We're having to schedule more time in between Mm -hmm. Uh, some practitioners for whatever reason, don't feel safe returning to work yet. So people are looking for new therapists. um, Mm -hmm. And I tell you, human touch is such an antidepressant. It's such an anxiety reliever. It's, it's a form of connection. That's just so tangible and true. Mm -hmm. There's no denying it. And you know, who doesn't crave a little connection on one level or the other. And in our physical bodies, it's really important. I mean, so many people live alone Mm -hmm. or, um, you know, us moms who take care of kids and Uh, we may not get any touch throughout the day other than, you know, those blessed quick little hugs from our kids, Yeah. but no, like caring squeezes to the shoulder. I mean, it's just so more than ever the past year, I've seen how much it is important for our mental health. Yeah. Touch on a regular basis. Yeah. I think a lot of us probably didn't realize how important it was until you end up in that more isolated situation. For sure. Yeah. 
Ladies, we do not have to be slaves to the whims of our hormones anymore because now there is Bonafide. Bonafide was created to give women an alternative to effectively relieve the symptoms that accompany hormonal fluctuations within our bodies. Because we all get them from PMS all the way through to menopause. We all have stuff to deal with over the years. And Bonafide wants to provide women with naturally powerful remedies to safely treat all of these natural symptoms that occur throughout our lives. So whatever it is that you are dealing with, whether it's vaginal dryness or you are having hot flashes or night sweats and you need to improve your sleep, if you're having some itching down there or any other kind of thing that could be related to your hormones, Bonafide has something to help. They have created non-prescription solutions that treat women's health issues using ingredients from nature as often as they can to maximize effectiveness and relief. The ingredients in every Bonafide product are the result of thorough research, development, and clinical trials resulting in every product being scientifically validated. And safety is their top priority. All products are made with safe yet powerful ingredients completely free from hormones, yes ma'am, and without alarming side effects. They are recommended by over 8,300 doctors and used by over 333,000 women. So give Bonafide a try today. No hormones and no prescription required. Real relief without compromise. To get 20% off your first purchase when you subscribe to any product, go to hellobonafide.com and use promo code LIVEWELL. That's hello, B-O-N-A-F-I-D-E dot com and code LIVEWELL. That's L-I-V-E-W-E-L-L for 20% off at checkout. For best prices and free shipping, go directly to the HelloBonafide.com website. This is their best offer anywhere, so check it out and use my promo code LIVEWELL. And thank you to Bonafide for sponsoring Live Well Anyway. And I mean, I think of all the young people who have moved home to take care of parents, caregiving. I mean, how are you going to get your battery recharged for yourself? Yeah. 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 It's so, so important, especially because as moms, a lot of our touch is outgoing, taking care of little people, you know, but getting it, you know, poured back into us is a really important part of that as well. Absolutely. Yeah. I find that as a single mom too, especially like you, you need that somehow. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. What do you find are some of the biggest reasons that people come to you? Is it primarily like, oh, I just thought it a massage sounded good. Or do people usually come to you for specific concerns? Well, I think because most of my clientele is gotten through word of mouth, mm-hmm. a lot of come to me with issues because I've been successful at helping people with issues. And then there's this awareness that grows as they see me for a few sessions that, Hey, this is a maintenance issue. If we like our, if we liken these car, our bodies to cars or vehicles, you know, you have to get your oil changed. Yeah. Serpent belts need to be replaced. Like you can't just ignore your machine until it's breaking down. If you do yeah. maintenance and prevention, you're going to stay healthy for for a long period of time before you come to an issue like oh my gosh I need a knee replacement yeah I I have helped especially women who have had children um I really honestly believe I've helped them prevent hip hip replacements and knee replacements 34 years down the road because I've made adjustments to their bodies that needed to be made that other practitioners may not be very aware of. Yeah. 
yeah. I know a client of mine was like, you need to teach this to nurses, to ICU, the NICU nurses, because there's things that happen in labor that can pull our internal hip rotators down over our pelvis bones and make it uncomfortable to sit cross-legged, um, hard to sit on the ground, make it very uncomfortable to walk for long periods of time. And mm -hmm. if, if you don't have a therapist who knows that, hey, your glemula needs to be put back over your hip bone, <laughs> yeah. you, that problem over 20, 30 years is going to end up wearing and grinding on your hip bones or your knee bones, and you're going to need a new joint. How interesting. So, you know, it's like, it's, it's an investment in your mm -hmm. machine. It's yeah. a investment in your machine. And if somebody is like just starting to get started with massage and they are wanting to kind of like right the ship and get their body back to just like good working order. I mean, obviously it's, going to be different for every person but if you as a practitioner could just like say like this is the ultimate that I would suggest for you like this is how many times you need to be coming in or how frequently what mm -hmm. what would you be able what would you say well the bare minimum I allow myself is mm -hmm. once a season four times a year that's not a lot really no it's not a lot at all because if you have a good therapist a good practitioner they're going to bring so much body awareness to you that you're going to be equipped with the tools to carry you to the next massage. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, you know, if you have a weak spot in your pectoralis muscles, because, you know, I, I got to be honest, the worst bodies on my table are desk workers mm -hmm. because of that gold forward of the shoulders. Um, if, if I can address your pec minor, which I call the little two headed monster that lives under our pec major, if we can address that, that's a highly intelligent muscle. It doesn't need to be touched more than once during my massage to remember where it's supposed to be. Mm. And then when people feel that shift in their posture, and I also send them home with a, a an exercise to keep that balanced, that's going to carry you six to 12 weeks, depending on when you need to come back. Everybody is different. Mm -hmm. But yeah, for myself, just as a, as a busy working mom, I get in there once a season. Do you ever see somebody where you're like, you need to be in here every week for a month to get things back to normal so that you can be on a more once a season kind of. Absolutely. That is yeah. because people come to me with chronic issues. Mm -hmm. That is the majority of what I see in my practice is I will have somebody come in and see me once a week or every other week for two to three months. And then when that pain eases up, when it's no longer bothering them on their day-to-day -day, in their day-to-day -day life, mm -hmm. then that's like, okay, why don't you come back in a month? Okay. Yeah. Come back in six weeks. Let's see yeah. how it feels. Because by then, you know, this amazing thing happens when you're getting good body work where this awareness happens and you realize how you're holding your body in your day-to-day -day job or how you move when you're walking. And because you're aware of that, you change it. It's yeah. not just me. It's a teamwork thing. Yeah. You know, I, I try to educate my clientele yeah. quite a bit, bring awareness, you know, um, for instance, with the American gait, how we walk, we tend to carry and distribute a lot of our weight on the outside of our legs. 
But in reality, our walking muscle is in our inner thighs. So if I notice that somebody has um, weak adductors and a weak lower core, I encourage them in, in their walking to pull in through their inner thighs up into their belly button mm-hmm. so that they can bring balance to their lower back and their hips that way. Because really, I only get to see somebody for an hour to two hours at a time. Yeah. And it's going to be how many hours before they see me again. So if I'm not giving them tools to help themselves until the next time they're on my table or on my mat, I'm, I feel like I'm doing them a disservice. I love that. I love that. It's not just thinking about in the moment, that particular massage, but actually helping to people learn to take care of themselves better and and, and having that, that broader view of what you do, I think that is so valuable in your position. Absolutely. Well, you know, I only do 10 to 15 massages a week as a busy mom. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I, I need to use my time wisely. I think everybody needs to use their time wisely. Yeah. You know, it's, it's hard for moms and it's hard for busy professionals and it's hard for athletes to carve out an hour and a half to two hours to come downtown, see me, and then go back to their busy life. Like we need to make the maximum impact that time that I have with somebody. Cause I can only see 40 to 60 people a month. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, um, not to say that all chiropractic offices are like this, but I've actually heard of massage therapists being fired because they were too effective too quickly. Oh, wow. Isn't that something? But me, I'm like, that's awesome. You really helped somebody that quickly. Yeah. Just one or two horror stories. I just, I'm like, no, I want to help people. I don't, I don't want to make... First off, I'm a mom of three kids. I have enough people to spoon feed, if you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't want to baby somebody. Yeah. It's an empowering thing to have control and awareness of your body and how you can help yourself. Yeah, you absolutely. know, it's just it's just awesome. I yeah. love it. Well, and I love that. Just that's your viewpoint. I don't think that that would be every massage therapist viewpoint. They want to keep their clientele. They want people to be coming back more often. And I think you're one of the few practitioners I've seen who actually like gave suggestions for what to do in my day-to-day life or pointed out specific things that I should be more aware of. Yeah. So I'm really grateful for that. Well, awesome. (laughs) Yeah. I, I just love helping people. (laughs) Well, you do a good job of it. (laughs) So if there are people who, you know, we've sparked their interest in massage, they're like, oh, maybe this is something that I should be thinking about and should give a try, but they've never done it before. Like, what would be your advice? Advice? What would you tell them? Like, this is what you should expect from a massage so that they don't feel quite as like wide-eyed, like, oh, what is this going to be like? Hmm. Let's see. How far do I want to go with that question? <laughs> I'm trying to remember the, you know, the first time I got on a massage, the first time I got on a massage table, I had a lot of um, body image issues. So I actually got on the table fully clothed, Mm. which kind of makes me giggle now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
that's fine. I mean, some people do ashiatsu and can do that over clothing. That's no fine. But there's, you know, I think a lot of people have, you know, like I've heard men say, oh, sorry for my hairy back. Or who are like, I didn't shave my legs. It's like, really, we don't care. Massage therapists do not care one bit. (laughs) Um, That's good to hear. (laughs) We see all shapes and sizes. And we're not really even looking at your body. And um, because of the state of Washington and how we're taught to drape and everything, you are going to be completely covered and modest the entire time. Mm -hmm. I'm a very modest person also. So I'm very careful with draping because I'm just that way. Mm -hmm. So don't don't be concerned about getting down to your underwear um, or even naked because you will be respected and private the entire Mm -hmm. massage. Yeah. When I'm telling somebody who, let's say they're moving and they're like, oh, who am I going to see? I often suggest that they look for somebody who's been doing it for more than five years. Mm. That, um, and, you know, not to say that there aren't fresh massage therapists who are awesome, but when you're like new to an area and you don't have any friends who can give you uh, a good referral to somebody that's done right by them, mm-hmm. I Anybody who's made it more than five years loves their job. Yeah. They figured out how to not burn themselves out. Yeah. I, I like self-employed people because um, that means they're doing the work to stay credentialed and that they're really passionate about their job. Mm-hmm. I would definitely say don't eat a heavy meal before a massage. You want to make sure that you're hydrated. So make sure that you've had a few cups of water be- a few hours before. You don't want to go in yeah. having the court because then you'll have to get up in the middle of the massage and that's okay, but it's never the, you know, I mean, it's, you just hate to get up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before it's over. And um, really, I think just speaking from my own personal experience is really leave any ideas about what your body looks like mm-hmm. or feels like at the door. Yeah. Just leave it behind because that's actually going to prevent you from deeply relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. Can, so I'd say that's probably the most important. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. I think that was when I very first years and years ago got one, it was like, oh, well, what, what am I, you know, what am I going to show or what am I going to do? I think partially motherhood kind of got me over that and then also when I thought back to my years in musical theater where it's like I've changed backstage like it's gonna be okay but it definitely went I think there is a difference when you're just not thinking about that and you're there for the therapeutic experience that you're able to get more out of it absolutely yeah absolutely All right, ladies, it's a new year, and I think we are all more aware than ever before that there is nothing more important than taking care of ourselves. Because if you're not feeling your best, you can't do your best. You can't take care of the people in your life, and you can't get the things done that you want to get done. And Sambacol helps you feel your best with powerful immune support powered by nature's superfruit, black elderberry. You know, we take a lot of supplements around here to help support things, and Sambacol has become a backbone of the things that we 
are taking, especially during this winter season, to keep me and my kids at our absolute best. I love it because it's so simple, it tastes good, and it helps me know that I'm supporting my immune system because this mama ain't got time to be taken off work or to be down and not be able to take care of these kiddos. In our household, the gummies are a huge hit. My kids love taking those, and I typically turn to either the drink powder or to the liquid because it's just easy for me to get down quickly and I can combine it with other things if I want to. We just take ours first thing in the morning before we head off to school and I get into work and it is the perfect thing to help me feel like I am staying on top of things right from the get-go of the day. So if you want to be supporting your immune system and your family's immune systems, get 15% off your next order of $9.99 or more at sambacallusa.com and then use the code livewell15 at checkout for 15% off. Again, that's 15% off with livewell15 at sambacallusa.com. And I just want to thank Sambacall for sponsoring Live Well Anyway. Well, is there anything else that you think you just like, you're dying to tell us about massage, (laughs) why people should get one or what you, what your advice would be or anything else? I mean, obviously we could go on all day, but are there any pressing things that you can think of? You, you wouldn't want to leave this chat without saying. I think the most, the most loud clamoring thought I have in my mind at hearing that question is please try massage. You'll, you'll be amazed at where it takes you on your human journey because it's so much more than just your body. It's so much more than muscles getting relaxed. It's going to help you make better eating choices. It's going to make you stay better hydrated. It's going to make you aware of how you hold your body when you're walking, when you're sitting, when you're, I mean, it's just going to embark you upon a whole new journey of body awareness, Mm -hmm. which because our bodies overlap with our minds, our hearts, our spirits, it's like a ripple effect. Yeah, It's going to help you in innumerable ways. And it's so worth a shot. And if you try a massage therapist and you're not so fond of them, it never hurts. I mean, first off, make sure you're being honest with your massage therapist while you're receiving a massage, say, oh, that's too much. Or I could use more pressure. Mm -hmm. You know, I think people often think we're mind readers or something, but we all have our bad days. Maybe we're not paying attention. And, you know, maybe you, if you have a really chatty massage therapist, it's okay to say, I don't really feel like talking right now. Just be honest. Yeah. A good, a good therapist isn't going to be offended. Yeah. Another thing is if you know, if they, if they're doing their best and you're being honest and communicative and you still aren't loving that massage, try another one. Mm -hmm. We're all so different. We all bring something different into that room. We all have different techniques. I'm confident that if you don't give up, you're going to find somebody that, that you love. Yeah. Definitely go by word of mouth. If you have a friend who has similar issues that you do, or if you know a friend who's been seeing somebody for a while, go try that person out. There's a reason. Yeah. yeah. There's a reason. Yep. That's exactly what I, why I found you because there was a gal I had gone to and I liked her well enough, but it was months and months and months before I was going to get in. And so that's when I started asking friends, well, do you have a recommendation? And, and that's how I found you. And I'm so glad that I did. Me too. Yes. Yep. Okay. So I think we'll transition into 
the end of our conversation. And so like you were saying, you love being a massage therapist because it offers you a lot of flexibility to be a mom. And so would you just tell us what a typical day looks like for you right now? Like a work day? Or just like a, a day where maybe, yeah, you have work interspersed with real life. Okay. So <laughs> I get up early in the morning and I get my kids breakfast made and their hair brushed and I get them off to school. So by 8.39, I'm free to maybe shower, do a little laundry, think about what's for dinner that night. Then I usually have clients starting around 10. And by two, I need to be leaving my office to go pick up kids from school. And then I get them home. We do after school snacks. We do all the check-ins. You know, what was your favorite three things of the day? What would you have changed? What do you want to do better tomorrow? I get to kind of connect with them for a little bit. And then often by 4.35, I'm headed back to the office so I can work a little bit in the evening because I like mm -hmm. to work three days a week. So I have my weekends free. Sometimes I work weekends, but I try not to because I want to spend time with kids or I still, uh, I still enjoy participating in sweat lodges. I like to go on road trips. So I like to, I like to have my playtime. Yeah. So I concentrate my work days midweek and I have morning appointments and I have late afternoon evening appointments for my professionals or parents who rely on the spouse to come and, or the other parent to come and do childcare while they get their bodies taken care of. Sure. That's yeah, awesome. so those days are busy and full and they're awesome. Well, it's good to hear that if I get tired, but I don't because I love my work and it energizes me. That's awesome. Because I have heard of massage therapists who are like, oh, I'm so sore by the end of it or exhausted. So that's cool that it's the opposite for you. Yeah, it was really important to solidify good body mechanics. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because sure. it, it is, yeah, when you do five or six hours of massage in one day, yeah, um, you better take care of those tools. You better be using your body uh, intelligently. Otherwise, yeah, it can get a little, get a little exhausting in the physical realm. But yeah. I really, I come at my work from my heart. Like I want to come out. I'm always in there like, here's this body. They're trusting me with their body. I want to, I want to meet them where they're at, not throw my system at them. Yeah. And so because I come at it with an open heart, it just feeds me. It just, I mean, it helps me almost as much as it helps them. Yeah. It's really awesome. Oh, I love that. And it's good to hear that things are maybe normalizing out a little bit from the days of the pandemic. Cause I know you were having to do more like weekend hours and that sort of thing, just because your kids weren't going to school and you had them and you know, that, yeah, that's good. A lot of evenings, a lot of weekends, and that was just not the best, really. Yeah. I, then, you know, I had a lot of daytime time with my kids, but I had to be teacher. Yeah. And they didn't really like teacher Hannah. Yeah. Much as they like Hannah. I know what that's like, for sure. For sure. Yeah, it was okay. hard to prioritize play, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What is one way that you are living well anyway, right now, just something in your life that's bringing you joy? Hmm. Well, I am still going on road trips. I don't see a lot of people when I'm on yeah. my road, but I love a change of scenery. I know that about myself. Like I, mm -hmm. 
as a housewife, it can feel a little boxed in at times. Yeah. So I love going, driving out a few hours and going out in nature. That's a big one. Uh, I still participate in sweat lodges. So I have a spirituality. I have a, a way of uh, connecting to creator that's personal and mm-hmm. feeds my soul. And, uh, you know, a big one is just play. Like we yeah. got to play. We're playful people. We're playful creatures. And if we're not playing enough, it gets heavy. Yeah, that's very true. I'm yeah. Very so, you know, no matter what the weather, I'm out in it. I ski. I'm a ski patroller at Mount Spokane. I'm committed to being up on the mountain one day a week. And um, it's been hard with Corona to get my kids up there during the week with virtual learning and everything. But oftentimes, you know, no matter what the weather, winter, spring, summer, fall, we are outside a few times a week playing outside. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for my stock questions? Sure. Okay. Candles or essential oil diffuser? Ooh, I use unscented candles. I like, I like to have physical flame. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you talking about in my practice or at home? Or just for people? in general, what your preference would be. Yeah. Um, oh, I love candles. I love unscented candles. I like to burn uh, cedar, dried cedar. Okay. And I do I have in the past used aroma diffuser in my office. I use them all the time at home, but because of Corona, there was some question about if it was sanitary for whatever reason, which I'm like, man, put that on guard in there. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Um, But I share a room with somebody, so I have to be respectful. Yeah. Um, I, I love essential oils. I think it's a a really powerful tool for our toolbox and I'm still learning and am thankful to be learning about them because you know every little tool helps yeah absolutely wholesome life absolutely okay cloth napkins or paper cloth napkins or paper mm-hmm. in my home prefer? in my home I use cloth unless it's greasy pizza night and then it's paper towels All right. <laughs> city or country Oh, that, that is an ongoing discussion. (laughs) I crave a country lifestyle, Mm -hmm. but I love people and my requires people. So I stay in the city to keep my commute to a minimum. Yeah. Okay. Paper or digital? Paper. Yeah. Okay. Shopping. Would you rather do it online or in the store? In the store. When that's a thing, when we actually, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really hate no trying the clothes on. Have you ever shopped with a teenager and they can't try their jeans on? Yeah. Well, heaven that's, help us. Yeah. That's torturous. <laughs> it for is. sure. Okay. You're need or you're making dinner and you need a mental break. Do you listen to a podcast or music? Music. And what kind of music would you listen to? Um, right now I'm on like a I went on a road trip with some Spaniards and they introduced me to some music from their home country and it is happy music and it's got me dancing. Oh, fun. I can't pronounce any of the artist's names. (laughs) Yeah. I just butcher it. That's fun though. Okay. Chocolate, milk or dark? Ooh, dark. Okay. Sports or no sports? Mm, well, I love movement. It's really important for our lymphatic health. Health. Okay. <laughs> I 
say it helps to do sports, but that being said, I'm not a sports fanatic. I just think any sort of movement, even if it's gentle is really important. Yeah. Okay. Live broadcasting, like doing Instagram stories or that kind of thing. Would you rather watch them or do them yourself? Ooh, I'm, I'm kind of neither. I, you know, if there's any area for me to grow in, it's my comfort with technology. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's one of the reasons why I do massage. Cause it's yeah. in my hands. I don't, yeah. I, I mean, I'm, thank goodness I had kids. They're going to help me with computers so much. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they know, they know all the things they do. Okay. What is your favorite movie? Ooh. Huh. Gosh, I'm going to have to, can I do like a top three? Sure. Okay. How about Monty Python in search of the Holy Grail? Okay. Princess Bride. Yes. So I married an ax murderer. I'm a total, (laughs) I'm a total nineties kid. (laughs) That's so funny. I love it. That is a great list. And the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I mean, that's a hard question. I know it's, it's usually the, the one that stumps people the most. (laughs) Okay. And the final question is if you were to put yourself on the crunchiness spectrum where zero is totally not crunchy and 10 is like singing Kumbaya by the fire with your legs unshaven and dreadlocks in your hair, where do you put yourself on the spectrum? Oh man. Gosh, I want to say I'm like a five, but I'm wondering oh. somebody else from a more yeah. That's like, definitely you know, based. You on... go to sweat lodges. You're yeah. like a nine. <laughs> yeah, probably closer to an eight by okay. multiple standards. Yes, but I think I'm pretty. You know, like there's Jeff peanut butter in my cupboards, and yeah. I eat Cheetos. You know, yeah, <laughs> I'm not but, a purist by yes. any means. That's so funny because it's definitely this is the question that is so based on people's perspective. Like when you've been in the crunchy world, you automatically think you're not as crunchy because you know people who are way crunchier than you. But if you're more mainstream, then you think you're doing pretty well. Like it's it's just so funny to see how people answer this question. Yeah, that's yeah. a high one for yeah. sure. Well, thank you so much for coming on today, Hannah. It was so much fun to talk with you and kind of get like more of the depths of the whole massage thing. And I can't wait to see you again. Awesome. Well, thank you. I enjoyed the experience. Thanks for inviting me. All right. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Take care. You too. All right, that's it for this week's episode. As I mentioned at the beginning of the show, if you want to be able to get a hold of Hannah, you can find all of her information in our show notes, which you can find by just swiping up in whatever app you are listening to this episode on. Or you can also go to my website, MackenzieCoppa.com, and click on podcast, and you'll be able to find all of her information there. You can also find Hannah on Facebook at Hannah's Two Hands. And hey, if you just really love the content here and you love love what I'm doing on Instagram and any of those other places, we would love to welcome you into the real hive of the community at Patreon. That is where the ladies who really want kind of that extra step of community and they want a little bit more content where I come on live three to four days a week. And we also are going to be releasing our brand new tracker for February. That's like a little planner where you can keep track of the different things that you are paying attention to in your life. Everything from your sleep to your 
hydration to your goals and your habits and that kind of thing. We've got it all in a really cute little tracker that changes every month and is customized to the month. So that will be released later this week. And so if you want to get in on that right now is a great time to become a patron. You can head over to patreon.com slash live well together. We would love to have you become a part of the community and join us over there. All right, ladies, until next week, when I have on the color guru to be talking all about how we can find our best coloring for our skin tones, which is a super fun episode and something a lot of you guys have been asking me about. That is all to come next week. But until then, go be bold and gracious. Oh,